0: the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, this is All About Grants.
1: Welcome to another edition of All About Grants. I'm Megan Columbus, your host from the NIH Office of Extramural Research. Today, we're here to talk about NIH funding decisions, specifically, what happens should your budget get cut? I have with me today Dr. Della Han, Deputy Director of NIH's Office of Extramural Research, and Rebecca Camp, Chief Grants Management Officer at the National Institute on Mental Health. I wonder if we could start with getting an idea of why budgets are cut on incoming competing applications, those being new and renewal applications that undergo peer review,
0: well, the first place an application might be recommended for a cut is at the time of review. review committee may make the conclusion that a particular cost is excessive or not necessary, and they will actually make a recommendation in the summary state for a particular cost to be cut. For example, maybe cut one postdoc from the grant. And while this is not common, it does occur, and we would follow through and remove that cost the
1: actual award should an award be made. I want to point out that when we talk about the review groups looking at costs, they actually do this after applications are scored based on scientific merit. So budgets don't impact scores at all. And so then the other point at which a competing application could get cut is when it's being considered for funding by the institute or center. What are the reasons that applications might get cut at this point?
2: Well, we have to always remember that when an institute decides to make a funding decision, They're looking at the scientific merit of the application. They're looking at the priorities and the mission of the institute. But the other thing, the big thing, is they have to see how much money they have. So sometimes institutes will make decisions based on their science that they will impose different levels of cuts, if you will, at the time of a competing award. Sometimes it's used in order to be able to fund more science, essentially, to be able to pick up additional projects uh, without drastically hurting any, any given project. So there will be decisions made at the time of award with regard to that as well.
0: And in situations where those cuts are significant enough to change the science, I mean, they, in some cases perhaps they might even recommend cutting a, a specific aim. The whole application scored well, but in the interest of containing the science and containing the costs, they may say, remove specific aim three, and they would negotiate the cost down appropriately. Right. Who would an investigator be dealing with should that occur? Well, the actual negotiation should generally be occurring budgetarily with the Grants Management Office, but the scientific negotiation will go on between the principal investigator, the grantee institution, and the program officer.
2: Right, right. Because as Rebecca said earlier, in peer review, they may not have made a recommendation for reductions of budget, but they may also indicate in the review statement that they were less enthusiastic about one particular aspect of the group. And programmatically, as a program officer, in reading that through, one could uh, then have a negotiation with the investigator to say, well, there isn't a great enthusiasm for this particular piece of it. What if that were to be dropped? And in so doing, that would have implications for budget." So that it can happen essentially as a consequence of the kinds of scientific comments that are coming out through the review process. That program could also have those kinds of negotiations. Or
0: even in a situation where perhaps one of the specific aims really doesn't align itself as well with the Institute's mission. And in those cases, it underscores why it's so important for a principal investigator not only to make themselves aware of the mission priorities of a given institute, but to have discussions with program officers well in advance of submitting an application to make sure that their science is aligned with the actual institute's mission and priorities.
1: Should the aims of the project be negotiated down, what kind of documentation would be expected from the investigator or from the institution?
0: They will have to submit revised specific aims, to detail exactly what they're agreeing to reduce in terms of the science, and then to accompany that a revised budget that would match the actual work to be done.
1: So what are the other reasons that budgets might be cut that are more administrative in nature? Well, the more common
0: reason that a budget is cut outside of cost is in the actual review of a budget. And that is after an application is selected for payment, then the application budget is reviewed both by program and grants management. Program Helps grants management understand if certain costs are scientifically appropriate. Then grants management will review the costs to determine their allowability, their allocability, and their reasonableness. Reasonableness reasonableness is the easy one, but the other two usually uh, provide confusion for people. Allowability is allowable both according to the terms of the FOA, in, in other words, certain. Costs may be considered unallowable for a particular funding opportunity, and it's important for the PI to read the FOA carefully to be sure to not include costs that are unallowable. It's also with regard to the cost principles, where certain costs are allowable or unallowable in keeping with cost principles. That's why it's very, very important for a principal investigator to work both with their departmental administrator and their institutional grants and contracts offices preparing budgets early so there's time to review for issues of allowability to make sure budgets are appropriate. And then issues of allocability, whether or not a particular item can be directly allocated to a particular budget. Let me give you an example of something. So an investigator goes, I would like to put my journal subscriptions in my grant budget. Generally speaking, that journal subscription cannot be directly allocated to that specific research. It has a common benefit over all the research. And in fact, probably that investigator would be wanting to pay for those journal subscriptions regardless of whether they have the grant or not. So that generally is considered an unallocable cost. And again, the institution, the departmental administrator, the Grants and Contracts Office can help the investigator make those determinations.
1: So what would you recommend if, as a PI, I get a cut that I'm not expecting or that I'm not sure I can deal with? What would I do? And maybe more importantly, who should I call?
0: Let's say you have a cut that you weren't expecting, just that it, the amount seems wrong. Calling your grant specialist to understand the nature of the cut. If certain items were considered unallowable, that you have that explanation. And sometimes there are mistakes made where a, an amount was cut that should not have been cut and those monies could be restored. But it's very, very important that those problems are identified at the time or very close to the time of award because at the point where a grantee draws down the first dollars on those grants, they're agreeing to the, the terms and conditions of award, which also includes saying, yes, the budget is right. So if, if there has been a mistake, it's good to look over at the very first, when the notice of grant award is received, and ask those questions at that time.
2: I think that really comes to play with cuts that are recommended by the peer review process. Because if in your summary statement you see that <clears throat> there's a recommendation to have whatever cut from your from your budget for whatever reasons and you strongly disagree with that, that it would really harm the nature of the research that you're trying to do then having a discussion right at that very moment with your program person, you would want to do that even before the second tier of peer review, that is the council meetings meet, because that's the place where the restoration would occur. There would be, obviously, you want to get your program person on board with all of that so that they can file the proper paperwork with the council to see whether or not they also agree that those funds could be restored. It's a process that investigators really do need to monitor First of all, how they're putting together a budget, that they're talking with their, their own home institutions about what's allowed, what's not allowed, how to build a good sound budget, and then to be monitoring that in addition to the science uh, through the peer review process and working with your program officials if you
1: believe that there are inconsistencies. As a reminder to our listeners, if you're looking for your program official contact or your grants management specialist, you'll be able to find those in your ERA Commons accounts. I've heard a lot of good advice today, some of which is recurring, some of which is, as you prepare your budget, read the application instructions. Make sure you read the funding opportunity announcements. Make sure you talk to your program official. Understand the mission of the institutes. Is there any other parting advice that you might want to provide? Start your budget early and give it time to ferment, as it
0: were, because what frequently happens is a person knows the main cost, but they haven't included all the cost. It's after they've written the application that they remember certain needs they're going to have. And it's really important for an application budget to dovetail with the application. If something doesn't seem to connect, that's a cost that's frequently going to be eliminated if it's not well justified or isn't seen as being integral to the actual research. And frequently budgets done in a hurry at the last minute are missing vital cost elements. While one might think that, gee, if I come in with a lower budget, um, maybe I'm more likely to get funded. That's a sure way not to get funded. So you want to have a budget be appropriate for the science.
1: And would you not get funded because, A, you haven't asked for the money, and B, because reviewers might think you don't understand the scope of the project?
0: Exactly. And you will see that in reviewers' comments sometimes. That is their conclusion, is that the, the PI does not understand what is needed to the science.
2: Very often, I think, in working even of myself, when I was an investigator, I'm so caught up in my science, and I'm very excited to be able to move that forward. The budget pieces are something that I don't often think about. And as Rebecca just said, they happen at the last minute. And I think particularly for newer investigators, building in those conversations earlier in the process in terms of talking with either more senior investigators as well as your institutional officials who deal with budget can really be an ounce of prevention as one goes forward. And
0: the last thing you want to do is estimate cost. It really is so valuable to cost things out. And again, that investigator doesn't need to do that themselves. They generally will have departmental administrators or institutional administrators who are much more experienced at doing that to help them.
1: Thanks so much for the great advice, Rebecca, Della. For NIH and OER, this is Megan Columbus.
0: For more information about managing your award, visit the OER website at grants.nih.gov and click on Award Management under the About Grants tab.